Um, hi and welcome to this channel. My name is Susan Silentoy. As you know, the aim of this channel is to offer information about how government works and why systems are set up the way they are. This is with the intention to help us understand what our role is in improving the governance in our country. And through this, we can create a politically empowered generation. All right, so in this episode, we're going to we're going to discuss the budget making process. How do we come up with the national budget? So we'll go through the entire budget development process until when parliament approves for government to be able to spend money. Uh, we'll also talk about some important things to note about the process and also some of the challenges that this process has. Um, and then we can see how to plug in from there. All right, so let's get into it. Now, as you know, our budget cycle begins in July and ends in June. So, so Ianzangi January and December, like the rest of the the year. No, the the budget year starts in July. So, so Treasury releases the budget in June, and then the the year starts officially in July. So, as soon as the previous year's budget is released, um, in August. Uh, Treasury sends out a budget circular to all the ministries and any department of government that uses money to start preparing for the next financial year, which, as I said, will start in the next year in July. So, kama kama tunanza kama tuko 2021 um the ministries will receive this thing in August to start planning for how much they'll spend from next year July. Okay, so and then they'll. At the same time, they'll tell the ministries what money is available for whom and how much they're able to spend. So, so that happens in August. So these ministries are given some time to, to look at that, to, to digest that based on their needs. And then in about October, November, uh, there are people who we call the sector working groups. Sectors are like agriculture, education, health, stuff like that. So sector working groups from 10 different sectors led by the permanent secretaries and the cabinet secretaries of the different ministries um, meet up and are advised by people who help them understand what's going on with the country in terms of inflation, with the economy. Uh, and then at this point, these people contest for resources. They actually ask for resources based on some of their needs. Remember, they've already been given what is available for them before. So here they're like, okay, I know you've told us this is enough, this is available, but I think we need this uh, to help us with achieving what we want to achieve. And then through this, they create something they call a budget review and outlook paper. They call it a BROP. <laughs> B-R-O-P. Uh, and then this states how the resources were spent, the resources from these 10 sectors were spent in the last three years. And then it requests for how much they intend to, to spend in the next three years. So this BROP gonna information for about six years. But they do this annually, by the way. So they they edit it and edit it depending on the needs. Um, so something that's important to note is the constitution for 2010 introduced something they call a program-based budget. Now, this requires them to agree on things we call indicators, outcomes, and impacts. Now, I'll explain what that is. So, if we are spending X amount of money to build a road, for example, that goes from place A to B. 
So the constitution requires you to tell us what is the indicator. The indicator is that the road has been built. That's the first one. We're going to build a road. So what is the outcome of this? If we build a road, it means that there are more cars that are able to travel on that road. That is the outcome. So what is the impact of having more cars travel on that road? The impact will end up being that maybe there's more trade in the area and therefore, you know, livelihoods have improved because more money is circulating the system. And that's how it, it has to be. So if you're going to build a road, you have to explain to us so what, what benefit does that road do. Uh, if you're going to budget to build a factory in a specific place, you have to tell us how, you know, what, what is the outcome of that and how will it impact uh, either the country or the society that is there. So, so that's how our budget system works nowadays. Okay, so back to the BROP document that we've developed. <laughs> so this BROP, BROP document is submitted to the cabinet and also parliament for review. Um, once it is approved by cabinet, um, there are budget sector hearings that are usually held in KICC around November-ish, December and during these forums is where the public and other stakeholders in these sectors are actually invited to give their views about how much these estimates are. So all these views are considered and then they are prepared in a document they call a draft budget policy statement. A draft budget policy statement and then at this point it is returned back to the treasury. Hey, so to mend Bali, to copy, to collect December. So we've come up with a couple of documents and then we finally ended up to, ended up with a draft draft budget policy statement. So anyway, it goes back to the Treasury. So once it's at the Treasury, it is submitted for public participation. However, the funny thing about this this public participation is that uh, it's done through the Treasury website and through newspapers and the public is allowed to give their views about this, this budget policy statement. Is this realistic? Um, it, it's a good step, although it does actually limit the number of people who can, who can contribute to this. Um, have you even ever heard of this, uh, of this uh, public participation that is held at this time? Let me know. Have you ever been to any of the budget sector hearings at KCC? Let me know in the comments. Um, if you have, what was your experience with that? If you haven't, let me know if you've ever heard about it anyway. Um, okay, so so once you give, once the public gives their views through the website and through newspapers um, to the budget policy statement, uh, it is compiled and then they have a final budget policy statement. So now to me, to me, <laughs> uh, so we we have a final budget policy statement and this is uh, is submitted to parliament by the 14th of february so on that 14th of february when you're doing your valentine's day kumbuke kuna vitu nyingi zinahappen at this time uh, on 14th of february the treasury will submit three documents to parliament now these documents are one the budget policy statement, which we've just talked about how it was developed. Number two, it will submit something we call the medium-term debt strategy paper. Now, this medium-term debt strategy paper just basically um, gives us what um, the amount of money, money that has been borrowed in the last three years by, by Treasury um, and how it is being spent and how it is being repaid. And then it also projects in the next three years how much will Treasury want to borrow 
so so then this paper is also put together and it's submitted to parliament and then the third uh, document that's submitted to parliament is a division of revenue bill now i've done an episode about division of revenue and i'll link that in the description box below um but basically it's just how revenue is distributed between the national government and the county government national is ministries parastatals departments um and then county governments is your county <laughs> whichever county you're from so if it's nairobi county kisumu county whatever you can tell you can let me know which county you're from by the way and whether you receive uh, whether you know how much you receive as revenue yeah i like to hear that anyway so what have we said we've said that three documents are submitted to parliament the final budget policy statement the medium term strategy paper and the division of revenue bill so those three are submitted to parliament and for two weeks parliament is supposed to review these documents it's supposed to subject these documents to public participation and then they are supposed to approve it with or without amendments by the 1st of march and it is at this point that government borrowing is approved so by the way you remember when we were trying to to tell the imf we can't borrow that that loan was probably approved by the 1st of march and it was approved by parliament by the way by your mps so so by 1st of march we've already agreed on how much we're going to borrow we've already agreed on Uh, an estimated amount which the budget is going to be so uh, and usually during this period people usually are allowed to come for public participation so yeah up and up and it sasa so we've approved budgets i mean we've approved uh, debts now we are still going on with the budget process anyway so after this after this whole process by 1st of march these documents go back to to treasury and every recommendation that has been given by parliament both through public participation and through its members are taken into consideration and then through this now they prepare estimates of exactly how much is going to be spent where specifics of which project gets what which ministry gets what that is all done and it is it, it is finished by april and then by 30th of april it goes back to parliament again hey tumeenda tumeenda hivi back and forth but tumerudi sasa we are now at parliament <laughs> and then now when it goes to parliament it goes before the budgets and appropriations committee and then this committee will use this to prepare a bill we call the appropriations bill and this bill allows government to start spending the money so all this is done and completed by 30th of june by the in the month of june actually uh, the the cs of treasury goes to parliament to present all these findings of the entire process from august last year all the way until what the budget estimates are and then um, parliament will approve it by 30th of june hey tumeenda mbali sindio but uh, but basically that is where we are at that's how we come up with a budget um you might be wondering like okay um we have public participation uh do people usually contribute some of this um, things like are there are there views taken into consideration uh and yes actually something that could be noted is that there's usually some money set aside to fund some projects that are proposed during public participation that the public feels has not been included in the budget for the year an example of such a project is actually in 2014 and 2015 uh there was a budget allocation for sunscreen for people living with albinism 
um, and people felt like there was no allocation for for people living with albinism in the in the budget, and therefore they proposed this uh, project. And now it has become an annual budget item since then. So so that so don't don't feel like uh, your views are not taken into consideration. Actually, sometimes they are, and they end up being uh, a budget item for for the budget. So so if you have you know some views about uh, how government should spend maybe try go for those public participation uh, forums and then contribute maybe you know your idea might be taken into consideration um yeah so so that's that's just it about the budget making process that's how it goes from from august to june and then the cycle repeats itself so um one some of the challenges that are there with this process is that one of the biggest pro- challenge is that um, this process is not like people don't really understand this process, and and there's not been enough civic education to educate people about this process, and so it's difficult to actually find people to participate in these processes because we don't really know. But then do you know? Do you know like how you can plug into this uh, budget process? Uh, and if you do, tell me how you found out about it, because a majority of people really are not aware of it, and so it's difficult for people to engage. Another challenge of this is that how public participation is done can be a little bit difficult. Uh, those documents that are submitted in Parliament by Feb 14th, those three documents that we talked about earlier, they're usually like really long, like 250 pages, 350 pages, and they're only given two weeks for public participation and for Parliament to review and finish this process. So, I'm expecting like normal citizens to read through all these 250 pages and be able to give feedback. Uh, it, can, it can be a bit unrealistic and the time that's given also is a bit short. So, so ningumu for, for basic people to, to, to plug into this process. But, um, but this is something that obviously can be raised and hopefully can be changed because at the end of the day, our constitution actually gives us the right to contribute to such processes. It is our fundamental right as citizens to be able to contribute to that. So so yeah, so that's something maybe we can we can pursue in different ways on how that can be changed. Um, and then the last thing, again, we talk about debt. The debt process also is, is quite unclear. Uh, and as we can see, parliament is the one that does all these things. And it's still not very clear to most people that it's actually parliament who's responsible for it. Uh, and so it makes you know, us have so much confusion about who's borrowing, what are we borrowing? And then obviously coupled with a lot of corruption, we get really mad about it. Uh, but the truth is there's not been enough education to tell us about this. So anyway, uh, that's an area of improvement that I think uh, government can look into. I don't know, do you have any ideas about how we can learn about this process better? Um, let me know in the comments. Um, I guess we can do another um, episode about this to discuss this in detail if this is something of interest to you. Uh, let me know. Let me know in the comments if that's something you'd like to see. Um, and I've, I've linked some um, some uh, links in the description box if you'd like to look at this process further. I'll link also some, some documentation if you'd like to read further about this process. Um, and yeah, so don't forget to like, subscribe and share. And this has been our episode for the day. I'll see you next time.